Some of you may not know this, but my first introduction to eco-living was actually through eco-fashion. In college, I was a bargain bin junkie. I loved Forever 21 and the other fast fashion chains, and I was known for buying a $15 dress once and then throwing it to the back of my closet never to wear it again. But for the last 10 years and counting, I've dedicated my career to the sustainable fashion movement. And I will say, switching over to a more minimal, ethical, and sustainable wardrobe was one of the best things I ever did. So that's what we're talking about in today's episode. Hello, I am your host, Shannon Lore, and I'm an entrepreneur, mother, and consumer who thinks a lot about what I buy, especially when it comes to home, food, and beauty. I truly believe that taking charge of the toxins and pollutants in our own families is a huge step in changing the world. With many episodes under 10 minutes, I'll offer quick tips towards healthier, more sustainable living without overwhelm or shame. This is the Clean Living Podcast. Do you remember back when malls were a thing? Going into a big department store like Macy's or JCPenney. Once you got past the perfume section, there was always this other distinctive smell as you walked into the clothing section. I remember first learning about what that familiar smell was. Have you ever noticed it? It's a smell for me that brings me straight back to back to school shopping with my mom and sister. So you can imagine my disappointment when I found out that odor is actually formaldehyde and other potent chemicals used as finishing treatments on fabrics. These finishing treatments ensure that the clothing stays wrinkle-free, moth-proof, and mildew-resistant on its journey, often overseas, from the manufacturer to the retail store. The problem is that these finishing treatments contain neurotoxins that can cause nervous system damage, brain toxicity, and endocrine disruption, which affects your hormonal systems. The good news is that since 2008, when I was probably last in a mall, to be honest, the use of formaldehyde has gone down in textile finishing treatments. But my inclination is to avoid any level of formaldehyde, even if it's 500 parts per million instead of 3,000 parts per million like it was in the 1960s. That's all to say, when I started down my own sustainable fashion journey, In 2010, one of the first things I gave up was new clothing from non-sustainable brands. The thing was, I couldn't afford the high-quality, well-made clothing from small indie brands that use sustainable fabrics and worked with ethical manufacturers. So for the longest time, I only shopped secondhand from thrift stores. Shopping secondhand is not only as cheap as fast fashion, but it's also just about as sustainable as it gets. I was never one of those people who loved the thrill of a thrift store treasure hunt. I remember being in Australia after college. I was backpacking and bartending for a year and going into the Salvation Army with two of my new backpacker friends. I watched in awe as they both just dove into these, you know, unorganized bins and racks of other people's old clothing. So I understand that thrift shopping isn't for everyone. Although I will say some of my best finds over the years were vintage Betsy Johnson and Marc Jacobs that I honestly found in Goodwill. Thankfully, though, secondhand shopping has gotten a lot more accessible with websites like ThreadUp and Poshmark that allow you to shop secondhand from your computer. 
So not only is shopping secondhand better for the environment and cheap, but you don't have to worry about formaldehyde and urea resins transferring from the new clothing onto your skin or into your airways. So in this episode's This For That segment, my suggestion is to try switching from new clothing to old clothing, especially if you've never done it before. I'm talking to you, mom. Most of us are shopping online anyway, and I promise you buying something from Poshmark or ThreadUp doesn't feel that much different than shopping on UrbanOutfitters.com or Nordstrom.com. Give it a shot. See what happens, and if you really can't bring yourself to wear someone else's old clothing, then I'll share more about shopping from sustainable and ethical fashion brands in an upcoming episode. That's another thing that's really near and dear to my heart. For links to my favorite secondhand websites and shops, as well as a source list, go to cleanlivingpodcast.com slash clothing. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Clean Living Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Lore. If you want to learn more about sustainable fashion, you can check out the company I've been running since 2014 called Factory 45. That's factory45.co. Here's to creating a cleaner, more sustainable world for all of us.